may make use of copyright material, the use of which has not always been specifically authorized by the copyright owner. This constitutes a fair use of any such copyright material as provided for in Section 107 of the U.S. Copyright Law. In accordance with Title 17 U.S.C. Section 107, the material on this channel is offered, is offered publicly and without profit to the public users of the internet for comments and non-profit educational and informational purposes. Copyright Claire under Section 107 of the Copyright Act 1976 allows its made for fair use for purposes such as criticism, comment, news reporting, teaching, scholarship, and research. Fair use is a use permitted. No copyright is our claim. The content is broadcast for study, research, and educational purposes. The broadcast contains no profit from broadcast content, so it falls under fair use guidelines. My lovely, loyal listeners, it's just Miss Rose. It is Wednesday, January 11th, 2023. Wednesday, hump day. Hump freaking day. The middle of the freaking week. We only got two more days of the work week. Thank God. And did I tell you that I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day today to listen to my podcast, my lovely loyal listener? I love you for listening. I really, really do. And we'll be right back after this brief pause for the cause with whatever we're going to talk about today on as the massage ship returns, we'll be right back. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the authors and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of my fabulous sponsors or advertisers. Any content provided by our bloggers or authors are of their own opinions and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything. This disclaimer was brought to you by DisclaimerTemplate.com. All right, my lovely loyal listeners, we are back and we are on the website at Lattimore.com, Living in the Hood, and this article is titled, No One Gives a Shit About You. You ask yourself why nobody gives a damn about me? I have the answer. No one cares about you. It's not personal. It's just human nature. This was written by Ed Lattimore, writer retired boxer, self-improvement enthusiast. You gotta understand something if you ever wanna be something. No one cares about you. No one gives a shit about you. It's not personal. It's just human nature. This applies to everything you need or want. It applies to all the people in your life, including your parents and your family. No one cares what you want. Your boss doesn't give a shit if you come to work. He cares if you make his job more difficult because of your absence, but he doesn't really care what happens to you. It's not malicious. He's just got his own shit to worry about. So he doesn't give a shit about you. That girl you want to date doesn't care that you can't get her off your mind. The flu isn't out to get you. 
It just took an opportunity to do what it's supposed to do. It doesn't give a shit about you. People care about themselves and how a situation will increase what's valuable to them. If you understand that sentence, you'll never have a problem again. It's so important that I'll write it again, phrased differently and in bold letters. No one gives a shit about you unless there's something in it for them. That's okay because you don't really care what they think either. If you do care, then you got some work to do and you need to read this now, which is a hyperlink. Before you talk about people who volunteer to do charity, reread the bold face. The good souls who donate their own time, money, and energy do it because it increases feelings they personally value. Research published in the Journal of Neuroscience and reported by the Times shows that people are more likely to give when they think it will make them feel better. They donate, for example, when they feel hope about putting smiles on those expectant and suffering faces. And that hope or similar feel-good sensation are driven by the brain's reward systems. People aren't altruistic so much because it helps people, but more because it helps them feel good. In other words, it's not so much that they give a shit about you personally, they just enjoy the feeling they get from helping. Maybe that feeling is warm and fuzzy. Maybe it's acceptance by their God. Sometimes it's relief from a tax write-off. It's all done out of self-interest. Your desires are secondary. It's the same with that girl you're mentally undressing. She doesn't give a shit that you think she's sexy. That's not going to make her want to date you. What's in it for her? Are you good looking? Are you interesting? Do you have money and status? What do you bring to the table that's valuable to her? Read my guide to get attractive so you can easily answer these questions. If you want more from the world, you have to give more to the world. The world doesn't owe you shit. No amount of sulking or protesting will ever change this. Life isn't fair. Well, actually, it is fair because it's unfair to everyone. If you're having trouble wrapping your head around that, then reading this might help, which is another hyperlink. Check out the rest of my articles on living in the hood. (laughs) You can have whatever you want if you're willing to pay the price. Maybe the lifestyle you want is only possible with a job that requires selling ability. Go become a damn good salesman. Maybe you want to be well-connected to famous and powerful people. Well, those people have a lot to offer, so you better offer huge value in return. If you want a sexy and intelligent girl, you better bring the body of Adonis with the mind of Einstein. Because here's the second part of this dirty secret that no one wants to tell you. 
Whatever you want, you are getting it from an auction, not a department store. Not everything in life is winner take all, but it's best to go after it like it is. You have to compete for the good things in life because everyone wants them. Competition raises your level so that you can take advantage of other favorable opportunities of similar quality. Maybe you don't get that job or that girl or get into that school, but now you're good enough to get into a comparable or better situation. The money you want, the girls you like, the experiences you desire, they don't give a shit about you. They give a shit about what you bring to the table. No one cares that I want to fly overseas in first class. I have to make that happen. There's no reason why you can't have anything you want. All you have to do is be willing to pay the price. The rest is up to you. Okay? And that, you guys, is the conclusion of that article. About the author, Ed Lattimore. I'm a writer, competitive chess player, army veteran, physicist, and former professional heavyweight boxer. My work focuses on self-development, realizing your potential, and sobriety. Speaking from personal experience, having overcome both poverty and addiction. Follow me on Twitter. And we want to thank Mr. Ed Lattimore, King Ed Lattimore, for his fabulous article on edlattimore.com. No one gives a shit about you. And we'll be right back. No, I'm not making this up. You know what? We'll be right back. All right, my lovely loyal listeners, we are back and we are on the website linkedin.com and this article is titled nobody gives a shit about you most likely not even you this was published on january 10th 2017 by danielle gibson i i have been binging on gary vanderchuk's youtube videos i love his candor pragmatism pragmatism and approach to building, growing your business. One of the things he says in addressing the excuses entrepreneurs make when things aren't going as planned is that nobody cares. Nobody is interested in the whys or whats. He more or less says, shut up and do the work. Nobody gives a shit about you. With regard to the scenario... I totally agree with him. I often struggle with committing to fully immersing myself in building my brand. But in spite of the fact that it can be overwhelming, I know creating valuable content, getting my voice out there, and providing a remarkable service is essential for success. I know that nobody cares to hear any of the reasons I may think I have for not doing what needs to get done, 
except maybe those interested in commiserating. Within the corporate world, this statement is also true. It's the first scenario. In the first scenario, it is essential to know and should be embraced. The second scenario creates toxicity and is one of the fundamental reasons for the slow demise of businesses. In corporate America, nobody gives a shit about you either. Humanity is practically extinct. Wait a minute. Humanity is practically extinct, and many don't really even care about the actual job. The primary and overriding focus for most is on keeping their jobs. This focus comes from a place of fear. So if C-level executives, upper management, management, and their teams are all worried about losing their jobs, how can anyone give a shit about each other? It's almost impossible. Think about it. The workday can be anywhere from 8 to 12 hours long, five days a week. So for 40 to 60 hours a week, employees are surrounded by other employees who don't give a shit because they are scared, stressed out, exhausted, and unhappy. Nobody, or very few people, within your organization can have the, the capacity to give a shit about you, and this makes you feel like shit. So, what are some solutions? Well, the first step is to ask yourself if you give a shit about you. Go ahead, ask yourself. What's the answer? Maybe. Never thought about it. Not so much. The next step? Figure out how you're going to start caring about yourself or care more. Ask yourself how you can improve the quality of your life. How you can make yourself a priority. This may take a bit of work because you, most likely, have never really given it much thought. Finally, the challenging part. You have to commit to yourself and take action. Figure out what makes you happy. Ask yourself how you want to feel during your days. What kind of life do you want to lead? How can you treat yourself with the same kind of care you show others? On the flip side, figure out what makes you feel bad. What are you tolerating and how can you stop it? Learning how to care about yourself may not be easy. It's not something we've ever actually been taught to do, let alone how to do it. It will take time to get good at it. But if you don't give a shit about you, what's the alternative? Danielle Gibson, CPC, is a business and life strategist working with startups, entrepreneurs, small businesses, and executives who want to thrive, not just survive. By co-creating a structure for organization, communication, business development, and leadership, You will achieve your greater clarity, attract more clients, and increase revenue. www.daniellegibsoncoaching.com Info at daniellegibsoncoaching.com And we would like to thank our author, Danielle Gibson, 
CPC for her fascinating article. Nobody gives a shit about you. Most likely, not even you. And we'll be right back with another ep- uh, another article on today's episode of, or should I say today's hump day episode of As the Massage Table Turns. We'll be right back. It's time for Dictionary Definition of the Day. Today's Dictionary Definition Word of the Day, brought to you by Oxford Languages, is pragmatic. It's an adjective. Dealing with things sensibly and realistically in a way that is based on practical rather than theoretical considerations. Relating to philosophical or political pragmatism. Linguistics relating to pragmatics. Pragmatic. And we'll be right back. lovely loyal listeners, we are back and we have wandered back down to edlatimore.com. I could not resist clicking on the tab and we ended up under the how to control your emotions tab. And this article is titled eight ways to stop caring about what people think. I used to care what everyone else thought about me. Getting over the fear of judgment was one of the best things I ever did. Here's how you can too. And this was written by Ed Lattimore, writer, retired boxer, self-improvement enthusiast. Do you care what other people think about you? I think we all do, to different extents. And the more we care, the worse off we are for it. But most of us are severely underachieving in life because we're worried about other people's opinions. Instead of trying to live our own lives, we become self-conscious and worry more about fitting in and looking good. We all want to find our own version of greatness and fulfillment. We want to be true to ourselves, but a lot of us are held back by the opinions of others. In this article, I'll teach you how to stop caring what other people think so you can stop worrying about fitting in and start living the life you personally want to live. Number one, develop the self-confidence to accept who you are. We're not worried about what people think of us as much as we are about how we measure up to what we think 
they think we should be like. This is how you get caught up trying to fit in rather than being your authentic self. For most of my teenage years and 20s, I was paralyzed by the fear of what other people thought about me. One of the big reasons I drank so much and watched football so much is because I wanted to fit in. I was a regular at the bar with all the other regular people, and I could talk football stats for days. This part of my life was fun, but it didn't give me purpose or make me happy. It was a mask I wore so that I didn't have to deal with the possibility of social isolation. At that point in my life, I would have rather been accepted for who I wasn't than be rejected for who I was. When you're comfortable with who you are, you develop a take-it-or-leave-it attitude with people. The best way to do this is to embrace the hobbies, interests, and lifestyle you enjoy and build a social life around that. Most people do the exact opposite. They build a life based on the people around them. This puts tremendous pressure on them to think act, and behave in a certain way that may not be in the best interest of their authentic self. This is because they fear something meaningless, judgment from other people. Work on building yourself up and developing your skills as a man. Read my complete no BS guide on how to develop yourself as a man to make sure you cover all the bases. And that's for the men. Ladies, if you want to read it, read it. I'm not reading it because I'm not a man. Number two, remember that what other people think of you is none of your business. I have that on on a t-shirt. Whether someone hates me or loves me, it's none of my business. This attitude accomplishes two crucial things when it comes to not worrying about what other people think of how I live life. It keeps me from investing energy into trying to impress people or stand out to them. When I'm not trying to change someone's mind about me, I can behave in a manner that is authentic and will ultimately make me happier. It keeps me focused on the process of my actions and not distracted chasing the outcome. Being concerned about other people's thoughts makes it difficult for you to do what you think is best for your own life. People ruin their physical, emotional, and mental health by trying to win the approval of people who aren't thinking about them at all. Most people don't care about you. This might be a tough pill to swallow, but it's also liberating because it allows you to live your life without worrying about something that you can't control. Other people's opinions. Number three, stop trying to be normal and fit in. Once upon a time, I wanted to fit in and be normal like everyone else. 
The problem with normal people is that they don't stand out and never make a notable impression. I didn't realize this because I cared too much about what other people thought. If you're like 99% of the people reading this article, you've struggled with wanting to fit in. You've erroneously defined yourself I mean, when you've erroneously defined your self-worth by how well people accept you. This is no good because even if you succeed, you know it's not what you really want or who you really are. There's a part of you that wants to break free, to muster up the inner confidence to escape from the self-imposed self-imposed prison of fitting in. The other part, the more powerful part, wants to remain a prisoner. Who cares about freedom? It's safer inside your little cell. At least you don't have to worry if people think highly of you or not, because as long as you stay in the comfort zone of seeking approval, of course, this is patently false. If you want to live a fulfilling life that you can look back on without any major regrets, you have to get out of your comfort zone and start living. You have to break out of this mental prison. The best way to break out of this mental prison is to follow a unique and important purpose. When you live life this way, on your terms, you'll find that people want to conform to your standards rather than try to get you to fit in with theirs. Number four, focus on living your best life. You don't have a lot of time on this planet. Best case scenario, you'll live into the low 100s. Even if you do, you won't have all of my faculties and abilities in your later years. Okay, yeah, yours. I'm going to have all mine. Anyway, uh, that's a typo. It should say, even if you do, you won't have all of your faculties and abilities in your later years. I don't agree with that. But anyway, also worth remembering is that if you're like most people, you won't have financial freedom until you're well into your 20s or 30s. That should terrify you into not wasting any time modifying your life based on the opinions of people who won't add anything to your life but stress. Of course, this fear is a good thing. This fear should motivate you to focus all of your time and energy on what matters. Other people's opinions of your life don't matter. If someone doesn't pay you, lay you, or have the power to put you behind bars, then it doesn't matter what they think. I can't tell you exactly what to do, but I know that if you stick to the following four ideas for how you live, you won't care what other people think. Living a disciplined and healthy life, doing fulfilling and meaningful work, building relationships with people you actually like, acting based on your core values and beliefs. If you keep in mind that you'll die and live true to these principles, it's impossible to get caught up in thoughts from others who don't concern you. Number five, remember that no one really cares about you. 
Are you emotionally invested in making sure that your neighbor, coworker, or stranger standing in line at the grocery store makes good life choices? Do you worry that they're not doing what's best for them? Probably not. Conversely, no one gives a shit about you either. Everyone is too busy minding their own busy own business, probably worrying about what you think about them. Take care. This means that they don't have much energy to worry about you. This fact alone should relieve your anxiety about the opinions of other people. Even if you think people are judging your life on social media, they're far from concerned with the image they present to everyone in, to every woman. Even if you think people are judging your life on social media, they're far more concerned with the image they present to everyone else. When you care about what other people think, you're effectively their slave. Why should you give them control of your life? Why are you doing things for their sake? People pleasers never please anyone, especially the people that they're trying to please. You only have this one life. Why give it away to someone who doesn't care about it nearly as much as you do? For more on this topic, check out my post, No One Gives a Shit About You, which I already read that one at the beginning of the top of the hour. (laughs) Number six, develop self-awareness, humble yourself, and kill your ego. What? One of the most valuable things I learned during my boxing career is that the ego has an intense desire to believe that other people are worried about it to the point where it will manufacture attention when there is none. There are many positives to ego, but this is not one of them. Your ego will not only make you imagine that people are thinking about you, but you'll also create scenarios where people have to think about you so you're back in a familiar space of caring, I think it's supposed to be caring, about what people think. Uh, This reminds me of a guy who once came into my boxing gym. He wasn't a bad fighter. In fact, he won his first eight amateur bouts. On his ninth bout, he was soundly beaten. This happens to all fighters, especially in the amateur levels where you're supposed to learn by losing. But he decided it was too much. He invited a bunch of girls to come to see him fight. I remember him talking to me before the fight, joking about how he would have to sneak out because these different girls didn't know each other. I don't think the girls affected his performance, but losing in front of them ruined his ego. Unfortunately, he never returned to boxing because he couldn't deal with this new uncomfortable experience. He created a situation for his ego to have the pressure of attention on it, coupled with the illusion of other people caring. Losing the fight made him decide never to fight again. Despite displaying natural talent, he could not withstand the public execution of his ego. The pain of losing hurt more because he believed that other people cared if he won or lost. They may be bad for you or mock you for a moment, but most people are more concerned with their problems than your life. Number seven, focus on what you can control. 
There is a tremendous danger in trying to build your self-esteem based on external perspectives. If your self-image is built on people's opinions, then it will quickly dissolve when you don't get any attention, good or bad. I know what that's like to be held in high esteem by everyone than to suddenly find myself on the receiving end of their negative opinions. I've been crushed it. I've been crushed in front of millions in a boxing match. Before that loss, everyone was enamored. Afterward, I found who really cared and who just wanted a distraction from their thoughts. You can read more about the valuable life lessons I gained from that boxing experience here. Another hyperlink, you guys. Continuing with my good friend from the last example. The day after his loss, he called the trainer and told him that boxing wasn't for him. This kid may have had a promising future. He was undefeated and just went up against someone with more experience. But he was too worried about what people thought of him after the loss to continue his training. He didn't care about the thing in itself. I just enjoyed the outcome of fighting. He didn't want to work on the invisible process. He only wanted to be liked and adored. He cared too much about what other people thought about him. You have to stop caring what people think to stop focusing on external outcomes like status and social validation. Those things are outside your circle of control and they don't lay the foundation for an extraordinary life full of real achievement. Real achievement and progress result from working hard on parts of your life that aren't on public display. When you build your confidence on this internal foundation, you'll not only care less what the external world thinks, but you'll have more success in it. Number eight, stop overthinking and take action. All of this theory is good, but you need to find ways to put this into practice so you can experience the freedom of not caring what people think. I know it's scary to live differently from the masses, but as long as it doesn't threaten your physical well-being, anything that forces you out of your comfort zone is a win. Start out small by keeping the stakes low. For example, it can be something as simple as wearing two different color socks to work. Before you go outside, write down the worst thing you think could happen. Is it that someone will point and laugh at you? That you will get fired? Whatever it is, write it down. When you come back from work, write down what actually happened. Then you will see just how exaggerated and unfounded your fears were and hopefully muster up enough courage to do something a little ballsier. Recap of the eight steps to stop caring about what other people think. Number one, develop the self-confidence to accept who you are. Number two, remember that what other people think of you is none of your business. Number three, stop trying to fit in and be normal. Number four, focus on living your best life. Number five, remember that no one really cares about you. Number six, develop self-awareness. Humble yourself and kill your ego. Number seven, focus on what you can control. Number eight, stop overthinking and take action. 
Once you've won enough small battles, you'll wake up one day to realize you've won the whole war. In the process, you'll have become a freer, better person. Now, you guys remember that's from Ed Lattimore. I'm not going to reread his bio again, but I think I will hit the subscribe button and subscribe to his channel because I find him absolutely fascinating. And they just want my email address so you can have that. And we're going to give him a nice new clean one. TheRealNeutralZone.com in case any of you want to send me any emails. I will take them from TheRealNeutralZone at gmail.com. Welcome. They said, thank you for signing up. Now, that is the conclusion of that article. Eight ways to stop caring about what people think on edlatimore.com. And guess what, you guys? It's also the conclusion of today's episode of As the Massage Tip Turns. Now, it's hump day, so we're in the middle of the week. We can make it. We're going to roll down the rest of the week. And I will talk to you guys on Friday for another episode of As the Massage Ship Returns. Now, you know the rules. Don't let nobody take you from your square because you are the only you in the entire universe and nobody is doing a better job of being you uh, than you. Now, please support my sister podcast, Just Miss Rose. And this is Just Miss Rose for another episode of As the Massage Ship Returns. And we will talk with you on Friday. Enjoy the rest of your week. I'd love you for listening. Bye. Mwah.